What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rugby Podcast. I'm your host, Max Rugby, and this is the podcast where we talk about all things pop culture and film, TV, and so much more. And happy Halloween to all of you! And now this is going to be a special episode of the podcast and a, and a Halloween themed episode where we're going to talk like scary stuff and also talk about some like. Uh, horror and also scary movies as well and even with the finance of phrase movie that is officially released so i mean get, get guys my, my thoughts on, on that and what they can potentially do especially with a sequel and what blumhouse is planning to, to do and also uh, talk, talk about the best horror films of, of all time and even talk, talk about some mcu news and, as well and, and and so a lot to discuss this especially for this very special halloween episode and now, starting right after the, the bad, the the finance of phrase movie it, it, it is officially here. It, it's in theaters and streaming on Peacock. And this is the the, the newest film from Blumhouse, starring Josh Hutcherson and Matthew Lillard. And this is the the, the adaptation of the video video game of Finance of Freddy's, where the simple premise it, it, it is about a Mike Schmidt who takes on a new job as the night nighttime security guard and watches over Freddy Fazbear's pizzeria and just watching over the place at CCLA if we can survive a finance and phrase that's like based on the vegan adaptation and with my thoughts on the film I thought this was pretty solid and like I think with this film I think Blumhouse generally made this film for for like fans of the games and also specifically now with the newer viewers that are getting it and since I mean the thing that this movie was made specifically for the fans and even just with some some of the plots in, in, in some of the plot in, in general about some parts which were not good and and, and, and even that these are just my own opinions and even the with the fans of the game that watched the, the film and they enjoyed it good for them but these are just my own opinions is that even with the plot, with some which are not not good, but I mean, I enjoy the film in general. I like that Josh Hardison's character, Mike Schmidt, Matthew Lillard as a career counselor, Steve Ragland, and even with Abby of Mike's sister, and with Vanessa, the officer, too. And I mean, the whole, the whole cast is great, but even with the atmosphere, it looked good, even with the animatronics, it's for. Freddy Fazbear, Bonnie, Chica, and Boxy, and that they were all great to see, but but, but just even with everything else, that was good, but not great, but even as I watched it around two, uh, a Peacock recently, I, I realized it, it was not as bad as, as I thought it, it would be, but hey, these are just some of my own opinions about what I thought of the movie, and I think that this has the potential like to have like a good sequel and for what could happen next. It depends on what Blumhouse has a story specifically after making three films at this entire franchise and what they could possibly do next and adapting what's next from the finance at Freddy's, especially from the lore of the games. And on top of that, even with some of the issues that I have with this film, is that even like with like the the lore of the game, it felt pretty cool. But even with, with the animatronics and and the way that I, I the interact, it sort of felt good. But at the same time, it kind of felt like some parts of the lore were, were sort of missing from from this movie. And even with, with exploring like Mike's backstory, especially with his family. It kind of felt like like unfocused, but I think it was sort of related to to the story 
in the plot in like a good way, but even with the reveals and especially as it happens in like the third act and the final minutes of the movie, it just felt solid even without everything is revealed. And as I mean, I I just generally enjoyed it and as I liked um, the Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria and with the way that this movie was marketed and and and, and just like even with the animatronics, which I simply loved. But even with, with the movie, I thought it's pretty pretty good. And next up, since it's the spooky season, we have to talk about the best horror films of all time. And it's because even in this time of year of October, where we all watch the scary movies of all time, and even like even as I have a list of all the best horror films ranked from worst to best, and I keep in mind that these are all recently and some that they're classics, which remain to be the best films. Of all, of, of all time, so, so let's get started. And now, so starting with way below at number ten is Jordan Peele's Nope. And even as the first time I saw this, I was kind of confused for for what the story was. And even the marketing looked great, but even with the simple premise and the atmosphere, it just looked solid. And even with with these two people that, that were trying to take a photo of a UFO to, to prove and that it, it, it existed, so that, so, so that they, they could probably make some money and and get rich and even with a uh, Daniel Cloutier and, and Kiki Palmer like a great brother and sister like they make a, a great duo and even with the sister Steven Yeun I liked his character and but even with and even that there's some real spooky stuff it feels more, more of like a thriller plus I think I liked what Jordan Peele adapted into this movie it sort of felt like suspenseful and the way that everything goes down and even for how it is all unfolded especially towards the third act and even within the last couple minutes of the movie and even when the credits rolled I feel like it was like really slow and even with having the monkey like it had nothing to do with the story but these are just my opinions but I feel like Jordan Peele's dope it was sort of like a solid movie but like it was good but not like that great but I still find it to be just really good and now, next up at number 9 is Candyman, and now this is the one that came out recently in 2021. This is starring Yawel Mateen the second with Tatiana Paris, who we all know from the MCU as Photon, who will be later starring in the Marvels. And this is a Nia DaCosta film, who has also directed the Marvels, and you get what I mean, what I'm going with this. And even with the civil premise alone, I if you uh, say, say his name uh, three times, the, the, the Candyman will appear and, and also kill you. But but even with, with the entire film and, and its story, it kind of felt solid. It kind of felt rushed, even with, with the 90-minute runtime. It sort of felt like a, a solid watch. Like I mean, I, I watched it uh, for the first time. It's it still considered to be consider this to be really good. And I, I definitely like a Candyman's appearance. And I definitely like you know, the kills. And even like, as towards like the, the the end, you know, like if I was like confused or like some supports of the movie, but I thought I found uh, the Candyman directed by Nia DaCosta. It's really good. It's a really good movie, but I don't consider it to be the greatest one. And next, a number eight is Friday the Thirteenth. Now, this was directed by Sean Cunningham, and this one came out way way back 
in the 80s. It was the, the introduction of Jason Voorhees, who was like everyone's top favorite horror characters of all time. And even it was the introduction of Cam Crystal Lake, and, and, and it also had Kevin Bacon in it, and, and, as well, who are going to be a singer. And, and, and even with the entire story, and the premise is about campers like going going to camp having no idea that there's like a soccer and like killer like on a loose and killing the campers one by one and to me i felt like this was like a solid film and even though like people i think we were there you know for the kills but even that we got no presence of jason Voorhees, he's especially in the in the first movie i think in the in the later sequels he he, he probably appears but even with with the with, with with its entry with Friday the Thirteenth, I feel like that there were some suspenseful moments, but near, near towards the end, it kind of felt you know, a a letdown. But but even with the character Jason Voorhees, I I thought like I mean he he's like a great horror character, and even though with with the with the reboot that that we're going to be released back in two thousand nine, I still consider that to to, to be better than the, the, the 80, 80s one, but I, I feel like the more classic one feels more suspenseful, and plus, I mean, I like Jason Voorhees, especially with the, the movie's title, Friday the 13th. And next up, at number 7, is Final Destination. And now, I think that this is one of the great, greatest horror movie franchises, especially with with the simple premise of like someone having a premonition of all the people dying, and even with, with the death coming after the survivors one by one, I think this franchise is great, and also how this movie, this horror film, could impact everyday life as we know it but but even as i like the first one i think uh, the first two are, are great and i and I, I like and i like the, the third one and even the whether with the rest of the films that they were kind of solid but even uh with, 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 with the first one and that was like the the best horror film of all time and even having some suspenseful and scary moments it, it, even when the kills happen but, but it, it was so I, I consider like the first two movies to be like the, the, the best horror films of all time and even with, with like a different situation and, and a different premonition of all these events that could happen and next and number six is child's play and now i i think that this is a, a another classic a good horror film with, with the introduction of chucky the doll, and I think even with with that Chucky doll, who's also the greatest horror characters, and and even with the with the story of of like Andy that gets like a good guy doll, but 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 later turns evil, and just with the way that the Chucky doll like interacts, and 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 how like it it goes. I found this to be good, and even that it will later go on to have sequels and spinoffs, and even having its own TV show, and even I think like season three is out now, I believe, and even with Chucky now having his own TV show, and with the way that, and even with like some reports that that come out. And even though with the rumors saying that that, that with a uh, Chucky versus making film that that could happen, but even though with the just the doll itself with Chucky, I, I feel like uh, that would be good. I mean, I, I mean, it, it's a very good, good horror film that like 
came out like way back i think like the, like the uh, late 80s but I, I feel like this is one of the those good horror films and specifically with, with the doll in general and and even that people have said that with uh, Chucky versus Annabelle like, that would be pretty cool but even just with the doll itself I, I think I enjoyed Child's Play and next and number five is it and now this was the introduction of Pennywise the Clown and, and I still believe this is like another great horror film and even with the premise of, of of these kids also also known as the losers club and that like spends their entire summer like trying to de defeat a clown and, and and even that it has those uh, suspenseful and scary moments i, I feel like with, with, with like everything about about this film just feels so original and it does feel so scary and and even with a pain was the clown played by bell scarsgard i think his portrayal of pain was the clown is still like the way of his greatest performances and it will later go on to have a sequel like it chapter 2 which I think is solid but even though with that movie I think even with the pacing that that fulfill off a little bit but even with with the first movie like it came out way back in 2017 which is the great horror films and it's even with the score and just everything about that film it felt just really scary and now next up at number four is Talk to Me. And now this was a recent horror film that came out this summer. And to me, the and with this film coming from A24, the the, the studio that makes a low budget films that are going to be big box office hits. And I feel like this is another one of those great great horror films and even having suspenseful and just a terrifying moments in it as well even though with the story of like people that, that, that would touch and bomb ball in hand and something that the evil spirits and even that it had you know, like gruesome and also a terrifying moments in there especially near towards like the third act and having like a shocking ending that I definitely did I did not expect and this would later go on to, to be a big box office hit, especially as it was directed by YouTubers named uh, My Michael and Diddy of Filipino and, and, and which uh, and this was made on a four million dollar budget which the later go on to succeed by 90 million at the box office plus uh, there's a sequel confirmed called Todd to me and I think uh, th th this was a, a great take on, on, on horror as something completely original that we, 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 we have not seen before but I still think it to me is like what one, one of the greatest films and horror that I, I've seen this year in 2023 and next and number three is Halloween from 1978 and, and now th th this was where it started all with the introduction of, of the most popular horror characters in, in history Michael Myers and also for Laurie Strode played by the amazing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and I, I, I simply love this movie as, as, as especially everyone uh, watches it every year throughout Halloween and so because of its title Halloween and with the with the premise of Michael Myers uh, going out after babysitters and killing them and even with a lower show that, that, that has to uh, defeat uh, Michael Myers it will later go on to have sequels and even with those ones that were now well received and it will later go on to have a trilogy from Blumhouse with three films even with those last two films that ended up being not good but even just with the character in general plus I love Michael Myers and even with the portrayal of the character and even coming from 
John Carpenter, and that this was like a tiny budget movie that that would going to be a phenomenon, and so especially as as it made everyone fall in love with Jamie Lee Curtis, but because I think she was young in this this movie, like way like super young, but even that that it made everyone love the Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, the final the final girl, and Laurie Strode, the most popular of final girls ever. So I I consider Halloween to be the the best horror films, especially as it came out in 1978, and with the introduction of the popular horror character Michael Myers. And next, and number two is Get Out. And now this is another great horror film from Jordan Peele. And I still consider it to be like a great horror film, especially starring Dale Cluye and Allison Williams. And even with the story of this this couple going to visit her parents' house, and even having this unexpected twist. Uh, that happens, and even how everything unfolds, especially n- 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 towards the end, and, and even for when what when the credits roll, I, I still consider this is to be of the, the best horror film, and uh, even with, with, with having this unexpected twist, and, and I think everyone just, just go uh, just needs to watch it. I highly recommend it. But even with Get Out, I consider that to be like a great horror film, you know, a great score, great angles, and, and just great suspense that Jordan Peele created with this film. And also, this also came from Blumhouse as well. But uh, I find the Get Out to be just another one of those great horror films. But to come in at number one and the greatest horror film of, of, of all, all time is The Shining. Now, this was coming from director Stanley Kubrick and everything that he adapted in, in this film. And in fact, this was based on the novel from Stephen King. And this has to be of the greatest horror films, especially from the early 80s, from the opening minutes and the score and even with having suspense and this is such a like horror like a graphic imagery and this was really suspenseful and and with the, the way that Kubrick adapted everything and even with the Jack Nicholson and his portrayal as Jack Torrance I I just love that character system so much and, and even with, with that iconic movie line here's Johnny and I, I feel like this would go on to be like a trend and and, and and even though with that line that, that would go on later to like be like you use in like other things especially during a commercials and, and I feel like the the the, the, the shining of it became a cultural phenomenon it would later go on to have a sequel with a with Doctor Sleep but directed by Mike Flanagan with Ewan McGregor but even as is like I consider the the shining to be like a great horror film and Stanley Kubrick did a great job and it with a Danny Torrance and and even like having like a premonition of like something that can kind of be explained and it's even having like suspenseful moments and like a twist and and just even with like the, the final minutes of the movie which I found to be like the the greatest of all time. And uh, one last thing to wrap up the, the, this episode is with Daredevil Born Again, and, and as you guys may have heard or haven't heard, 
with a Daredevil Born it's getting a full creative re reboot for Marvel Studios as they're re-evaluating their TV format, and and with Daredevil Born it, it's getting a new creative team, and that, that that's with a new showrunner and who worked on the Punisher series, and even with the directors who worked on Loki season two, and and with that new season of Loki that has really high stakes, and even with, with having a showrunner and new directors from a similar Marvel project, and you bit with adapting everything into the Daredevil reboot. And reassembling re re everything from, from the Netflix show, and even having Matt Murdock suit up as Daredevil, and even with, with how Marvel Studios looked over the footage, and that it was not great as Matt Murdock suit up as Daredevil, but not until episode four, it, it would be a huge letdown to the fans. But I, I think if they can reassemble re everything from the Netflix show, I think it's about to be the the, the greatest show, especially coming from Marvel Studios and ha having great television with high stakes, and, and even just like having a showrunner from the Punisher series and, and which people consider to be like another great Netflix show but but I've, I feel like with Daredevil Born Again it could be a great show and so in conclusion the, the, this was a great episode of, of the podcast just uh, talk about all things Halloween and, and to talk about all this with you, you, you all and since celebrating Halloween even talking about Finance and Freddy's and remaking all, all the best horror films and mainly of this podcast and even to talk about some MCU news with Daredevil Pork and I think we're, we're about to be in store for a, a great MCU show with, with, with the high stakes and, and there's really great television in between and this wraps up a, a, another spooky month and a, another great Halloween scary season. And even with Marvel Studios that has fixed up television, even fixed up the Daredevil show, and just having it be just like a real television show, and even for all they could do a full reboot and start starting over from scratch, having a new showrunner and new directors, I feel like this show is about to be great, but hey, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And so, uh, that, that is going to be it uh, for this episode, and also a happy Halloween to everyone. I ho ho hope you stay safe out there, and tune in ne next time for more stuff like this. And with that, I'll see you all on the next one. Peace.